All right, now I'm live. Cool, cool, cool. First time on YouTube, so give me a second, peeps. Um, boom, 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 boom. But you know why we're here? We're here to talk about Monday Night Raw. So I need to do some checking and need to do some crawling. So we get to go there. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, I actually don't have a chat, do I? How weird. Um, just fixing up some good things, peeps. Give me a sec. Just sharing, 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 sharing. Keep on sharing because we need a share. We need a share. Your sharing's caring. We keep doing what we do. And one last thing to do for the Graham. Thank you for coming. Hopefully, um, Raw was actually pretty good. So um, we're here to talk about Raw. Monday Night Raw, of course. And I'll get that started. I just want to do one quick thing on Instagram. Because I'm trying to get it out for, for everyone. Because we need everyone to listen to this. We need everybody. Everybody, everybody. Everybody, everybody. Well, that's not my face. <laughs> that's my face. Cool. We're live. We're live. We're live multiple ways, multiple people. Hope you guys can hear me. My mic seems like it's working, so I'm going to go with that. My lights are all bad. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, too light, too dark. All right. All right, enough waiting around, guys. Be on YouTube. Come to IJHW Wrestling Podcasting. My name is Keish, of course. Every Monday nights, we do a raw review. Thank you for coming. And if you're on the gram right now, head to YouTube. Head to the Facebook. I am live right now. Let's go. I'll see you there. Boom. End it now. All right. Download the video and welcome, people. Welcome to my first YouTube, <laughs> actually my first YouTube video, uh, live YouTube video for um, IHDW Wrestling Podcast. And of course, I am Keish. Um, we have a good amount to go through with what happened on Raw today. Let me just fix that. There you go. That's a lot better. 
Um, so let's go. I'm going to start up. So Ross starts out. Drew comes out. Drew comes out, welcomes the crowd, and he talks about being thankful because he's lived in America for a third of his life, and Thanksgiving is next week. And, of course, we know that Survivor Series is this Sunday. So what is he thankful for? He's thankful for his family and friends. I am, too, uh, for the Thunderdome and to see the and the fans, for sure, in the Thunderdome. And he wants, he's thankful to, for, to see uh, Drew, hopefully Claymore, Randy Orton, and win that title back and head into Survivor Series to take on Roman Reigns. And he recalls his um, appearance back on SmackDown um, this past week, uh, saying how Roman Reigns is selfish and he has holds himself on a super high pedestal. And uh, he... He wants to do what most people have been trying to do is knock off Roman Reigns off his pedestal and back down to Earth. Earth. Of course, Randy Orton comes on the Titan Tron and he talks about how what he's thankful for. He's thankful for being a 14-time world heavyweight champion. He's thankful for the fine that he received for attacking Adam Pierce last week, and that how he was the most fine superstar, the most suspended superstar, but he's still there. Why is he still there, right? Why is this man who's been suspended more than 80% of the roster that his time suspended equals about 80% of the roster's ring time, basically? Um, and why is he still there? Because he's the greatest ever, and he will prove that tonight. The funny thing is, like, and that's how he ends his promo. He doesn't end it with the RKO, but Drew ends his promo. And Drew ends his promo is like, we've known each other so much, we can even finish our own promos. And you forgot to talk about the three deadliest letters in the the RKO. So he's going to come and win that match. Of course, as Drew makes his final promo, talking about how he's going to win tonight, Miz comes out, taunts Drew with a briefcase. And he even says that the reason why Bray Wyatt wasn't on the show last week is because Bray's scared of the Miz. He's super scared. And that's it. That's how it ends. That's how it ends. It, it was a good starting segment. Um, sets up the night for really well. Um, why the Miz... I don't know why the Miz actually called out Bray, but they set up a Bray and Miz match. Um, of course, it had an did hype up the main event. So it was a really good first segment. Then here comes the weirdest match of the night with a lot of consequences to the match, and which was Lana tags with Nia and Shayna to face Mandy Rose, Asuka, and Dana Brooke. And Lana wants to just prove herself that she's worthy to be part of the team. Fine, good and dandy. Um, so what happens with Lana and... With this match, it's a very standard match, um, but it's really weird. So Shayna does the arm stomp on Mandy Rose on the on the the metal steps, and we go to commercial break. We find that Mandy Rose is sent to the back, and she's hurt. And there you go. So it's basically a two one three: Oscar and Dana Brooke versus Nia, Shayna, and Lana. And Dana Brooke is getting beat up, gets a hot sack to Asuka. Asuka basically tries to take out Naya and Shayna all by herself. Uh, she does 
did pretty well. Uh, she gets distracted by Lana for a quick second, and then Shayna gets uh, the clutch on her and starts choking her out. Um, before Shayna is able to get to the ground to solidify the cut choke, Dana, sorry, Dana, Lana talks herself in. Then, uh, as she's trying to take advantage of Asuka, as she's being dizzy and beat up by Shayna, Asuka counters one of his moves, does her. Uh, her choke hold and wins the match. Uh, of course, Nia and Shayna did not help Lana in breaking up the pin. They just complain on how much basically they're how much she was going to lose the match. And even before the match started, that's what Lana, but what Nia and Shayna said to Lana that they're we're not going to tag you in. You're going to lose the match for us, and she did. Kind of sucky. Um, of course. At the end of the match, Dana and Asuka leave after celebrating. Then Nia just puts Lana through the night table. And that's it. It's... I don't know where they're going with this. Um, we find out a little bit later that the Raw women's team is actually loses two of their, uh, two of their uh, members with Dana Burke being attacked by Mia Yim, or Reckoning. In the back after checking on Mandy, so Mandy and and um, Dana are out of the Raw Women's uh, Team for Zara Series, so we need replacements, which we find out at the end of, later in the show. But then we have a Firefly Fun House with Mister Bray Wyatt and uh, Alexa Bliss, and he talks about how the Miz is not nice and that he's going to teach him about a little bit about being nice and being respectful uh, in the match. And they, he shows how he's ready for the match. He has this little montage of agility, spelling, and accuracy. Of course, in, with agility, he's blindfolded, and he's basically like very 80s and 90s um, taking out, I think, Mercy and I think uh, and Huskus, Huskus Harris, when he's blindfolded and just like having them headbutt each other or like Sucker punching him. Then for the spelling, he's asked to spell jackass, and um, he spells it I M Z, which spells Miz. If, you know, if you're not really good at spelling, I'm not. I know I'm pretty okay. <laughs> and accuracy, he has rambling rabbit uh, tied to a um, bull. Uh, what do you call it? A dartboard, and he's an apple on top of his head. A super big apple, to be, <laughs> to be really honest. It's really funny. Um, Bray throws a dart and he hits Rambling Rabbit in the chest. And of course, Rabbit, the rabbit technically dies. And that's it. Um, these, the Fire of House is it's it's cool. It's cool. It, it is what it is. It's one of the bright spots of Raw and still is. It's just, it's man. <laughs> man, it, it could have been better for sure. Um, at least for the last part, I wish they, I wish they ended with the spelling and not with accuracy. But I guess you know, you have to end with some. If you want to end with, it has to end with that rabbit getting killed somehow, somewhere. Um, next, we have the Hurt Business versus New Day. Her Hurt Business come out with the promo uh, how the Survivor Series is about the best for the best, and no one's better than the Hurt Business. He calls um, Sami Zayn a true vermin of the world. And how that Cedric Alexander and uh, Shelter Management are going to take the, the tag team titles away from New Day. New Day come out. 
Kofi says that everything MVP has been saying is a lie, except for being the best of the best. And then he makes about joke about her business is not a bunch of guys. They're just a bunch of jerks, and so it should be the jerk business. Yeah, it's not the greatest like kind of like you know promo or like talking to or dialect between both these groups uh, last week when there was no titles online it was really good this week was kind of stale but it is what it is um the match for the tag team times of new day versus her business it was a really good match really really good match um was it a match of the night i the main event was a match of the night which is rare for raw sometimes usually most of the time um but this had really good spots and one crazy spot of Cedric Alexander diving through the ropes three times and he literally missed Kofi like he dived through the ropes and above Kofi like he flew above him I was like what is going on Kofi kind of like turned around caught his shoulder and Cedric Alexander got a clean um dive through the ropes through Kofi then <laughs> he hits Xavier Woods but he did the same thing like when Jack Atlas did when he was facing uh, if you watch NXT last week, Jack Atlas like skipped, stepped through the ropes, then dived forward, and that's what Cedric did the last one. It looked pretty, pretty crazy um, when that happened. But this had like a lot of false finishes. Um, the Hurt Business got their finishing move off, as well as uh, Kofi and Xavier got their uh, a modified version of the finishing move. Of course, um, you got New Day hitting Daybreak, which is uh, Kofi gets a. Hits Shadow Benjamin with the crowd, uh, call it Trouble in Paradise when he's on the ring ropes, knocks him down. Uh, Kofi sets up Cedric for the daybreak, which is basically backbreakers him. Then Xavier with from the top rope, stomps on Cedric's chest, and he gets flipped over. And that's one, two, three. So it is New Day versus Street Profits, or you know, New Day Light, however you want to call it. Um, Biggie just with that one perm, I think, fully, fully destroyed. Um, the Street Profits, but that's neither here or there. We have uh, the Raw men's team versus uh, Retribution. This was set up by AJ early in the night. Um, the team was, of course, uh, yelling at each other, arguing, and he said, a AJ believed the best way to get this team together before, before Survivor Series is actually beating Retribution. Um, and then we find out that Amos, um, the bodyguard of AJ Styles does speak English and that he actually talks a, to Matt Riddle. And that's it. Retribution comes out with a different promo saying that tonight they don't have to beat the Raw men's team. They will beat themselves and Retribution will be victorious. Which actually was true. Um, match starts with Riddle versus I think a Slapjack. But Riddle literally takes out basically Slapjack, T-Bar, and Mace all by himself. And as he's trying to tag in um, Roman or Sheamus, Sheamus and Roman have their ta hand out. Braun knocks Sheamus's hand away. And uh, Sheamus then knocks Braun off the ape, and then they all start arguing together. Uh, AJ goes from the commentator table and actually tries to cool ball the whole team down. Um, and that's how it goes to commercial. Uh, let's see. Keith Lee gets a hot tag after commercial break. Um, and he really just wrecks house, which is really cool. Like he takes out the whole team, and though Musaf Ali was tagged in. So 
Musab Ali was tagged in. Keith Lee gets tagged in. And Musab Ali literally just goes out the ring and most of Retribution tries to take on Keith Lee. And Keith Lee just takes care of all of them. Um, at one point, he they were trying to T-bar and Mace were trying to double chuck slam Keith Lee to, through the announce table. Didn't work, but that was countered through Musab Ali diving through the ropes and hitting Keith Lee and getting the upper advantage that way. Uh, at the end of the uh, at near the end of the match, Braun does his train run around and knocks down Mason and Mace and T Bar. It's weird remembering names. Bra, uh, Seamus gets a bro kick on on Slapjack. Then Keith Lee is about to finish the, finish the match with a spirit bomb. He sets it up. Seamus tags himself in and he's about to set up for a bro kick. Braun tags himself in and he starts tries to set up try to set up. For the running power slam, Matt Riddle tags himself in, <laughs> and as Matt Riddle and Braun were arguing, um, Ali knocks Riddle into Braun. Braun bumps into Sheamus. Sheamus falls off the apron onto Keith Lee, and and Ali gets the roll up win. One, two, three. So Retribution gets their first big win, like I would say ever. Period. And this is a good win. Like it is weird how they won. Of course, they 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 won by the dysfunction of the Raw team, uh, as we all guess what would happen. But that's how it is. That's how it happened. As it's good I, for me, it's cool to see Retribution win because it. I don't want them to turn to attack academy, academy, uh, academy, <laughs> comedy act. It is not a cool thing for them to be a comedy act. Um, especially you know, who, who knowing who the people are in the group is. Um, but that's about it for that. And you know, Rago, those the whole team starts arguing with each other, and AJ is just complaining why they can't work together. Like I said, uh, if you listen to our past podcast, this team of AJ, Braun, Sheamus, Keith Lee, and Matt Riddle that's a fucking team. Like, that's the most stacked team since. DX, I think um, Craig said in our past podcast, uh, DX, which would have the Hardy Boys, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and CM Punk. I've I've not seen a team like this in a while, and it's pretty cool that Rod does have a team like that. Um, We have Nikki Cross looking for Alexa Bliss, and the interviewer asks why. Because Alexa Bliss Terry chose the free, and so why are you looking for? Why are you looking for Alexa Bliss Terry? She was a chosen her allegiance to to Bray. Uh, but Nikki believes if she can get Alexa Bliss away from the Fiend and Bray, she'll come back to be the normal, uh, normal person that she was when she they were best friends. Um, then we see Jeff Hardy looking at a flyer uh, Elias most likely put up. Stating that she, that Elias is still looking for the person around him over, and he still fully believes that Jeff Hardy. It goes to commercial, will come back commercial. Jeff Hardy confronts Elias in the locker room, and Jeff Hardy says it wasn't him. There's proof he wasn't he wasn't guilty of it. That's weird. I don't know why Jeff Hardy doesn't just say that Sheamus ran him over. That's all you have to say. There's proof. There's tape. Maybe it's because it happened on SmackDown, not on Raw. I don't know. I don't get it. It's a simple. There's a simple solution. Just say Sheamus did it. That's it. I don't know why she doesn't do that, but whatever. 
course, we get the Miz comes out before his match and tries to apologize to Bray that he doesn't want to mess with Bray. He wants to cash in his title shot tonight and cash in his uh, money in the bank briefcase tonight because of the match Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre have. Alexa comes out, says no. Then Nikki comes out. Uh, well, she answers no for the Fiend for Bray that no, he's he doesn't accept apology and the match is still going. Nikki comes out. And he says, Bray is bad news. You need to leave him. And Alexis says, you're right. Then attacks Nikki. Like, straight up attack Nikki. They're pulled apart. They're right when the Firefly Funhouse theme comes on. Um, as Alexis is being held back, all her anger, she basically changes from, ha- from angry to super happy. As Bray comes out and Nikki is just, like, freaked out. Miz is freaked out, and Nikki, I mean, and Bray and Alexa walk arm in arm down to the ring together. We get the Miz versus Bray match. Um, Bray tries to start the match, is trying to shake Miz's hand and saying that I'll forgive you uh, for the, what will happen. And this was a very, very similar to the last match they had um, when it was Bray Wyatt versus Miz. Um, Miz basically almost doing nothing. To Bray with even with Morrison there, and the times that even Morrison um, interfered, um, the Bray just he get Morrison will hit Bray, and he just looks at him, and Morrison just backs up. And having Alexa there is pretty funny because um, this got Bray on the ropes. Morrison hits Bray. He looks at more. Um, Bray looks at Morrison with like dead eyes and angry. Then Alexis looks out of nowhere in the corner of the screen, smiling at Morrison. And he falls down scared. Um, crazy little moment where at the end of the match, Bray's in the corner, checking uh, in the corner, trying to get ready for Sister Abigail. Uh, as um, Morrison grabs his foot, he walks from one corner to another. Um, basically, follow uh, Bray's following him. Uh, from the ring from the outside just like with his eyes Alexa out of nowhere from out of camera jumps on the steps jumps on top of Morrison and goes over the barricade into the crowd and Bear, um, Bray Wyatt is looking at Alexa Bliss making sure she's okay Miz does her his like corn like his clothesline corner clothesline thing where he jumps through her partial of the ropes and sits down um, that doesn't affect Bray. Bray grabs him, puts him in Sister Abigail, one, two, three. And as Bray's music starts playing, or the Firefly Funhouse music starts playing, um, Alexa Bliss comes up in a very <laughs> creepy way from the barricade uh, and smiles, then walks the barricade like a tightrope all the way to Bray. And they walk up the ramp. As they're ha- all the way to the top of the ramp, the Fiend's music hits. And that's it. So it was I I like this, you know, this gives Miz a little bit more leniency. He wasn't squashed for one. Well, he was squashed. All right. That's, that's not I'm not gonna paint over it <laughs> easily. He was squashed super duper hard. Um but at least like there's a reason. It wasn't Drew that took both Morrison and Morrison and Miz out. It was Bray, and it was Bray, it was normal Bray, it was Fire Five Funhouse Bray, it wasn't fiend. Bray. So it was really cool. Um, of course, they weren't to be seen during the main event. And then, of course, then we find out who takes the place of Mandy Rose 
and Dana Brooke, which is Lacey Evans and Payson Royce. Uh, Adam Pierce uh, announces that right after the Bray Wyatt match. And after that, we have, oh yeah, yes, then we have Asuka, who is excited to face uh, Sasha Banks in Survivor Series, and she has one of the, her classic promos. Um, then we get Naya and Shayna arguing about whose fault is it to having two of their members be injured before Sunday, and if even if Dana's going to actually be there on Sunday, because she's been through nine tables. <laughs> and it, it has been almost over two months that Dana's been going through a table, so it's really odd. Lacey Evans and Payne Royce comes up to meet their new uh, team members, or meet, uh, I guess, the two technical captains of the Raw women's team. Lacey Evans tries to still stand her ground against both of them, saying that what happened to Pay, uh, what happened to Mandy, Dana, and uh, Lana will not happen to her. Of course, Peyton trying to ease the tension, and she wants to game plan. And Nia and Shane is like, "Are you serious?" And as they as they escape Peyton away, Peyton grabs Lacey Evans and tries to pull her away, which he does. And shit, uh, Enzogar gets has another random promo with a rose talking to somebody. I'm really hoping. It's not pain. I really hope it's not pain. I really hope it's not pain because that would not make me happy. But he has another Rose interview, and we don't know who he's talking to. If anybody knows, you can tell me, and I'll be perfect. And we get them to the main event, which is Drew versus Randy. It starts off really hot um, with Drew coming out with a gift from Seamus uh, of his old family artifacts. He gets a kilt and a claymore. So Drew comes out with the kilt and Claymore, a sword Claymore, sticks in in the stage, and all these fireworks come out. It's a very like WrestleMania entrance. It's really cool. It's like very Braveheartish um, entrance. Um, if you guys remember what like Triple H wore in the Braveheart commercial for that WrestleMania, I think it's WrestleMania twenty five. That's in um, Hollywood. It was really cool. Um, but Drew. Basically dominated for the, the beginning of the match, and Randy Orton tries to leave. And actually, Randy Orton gets, a t- gets advantage of Drew, but instead of like going after Drew, he grabs the title again, starts heading up the ramp. Adam Pierce comes out of nowhere and says, "No, Randy, we're not ending it this way. This is a no DQ, no uh, no count out um, match. You must win by a false submission." And it goes a commercial, and then from there, the match is really good this is a very 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 pay-per-view match randy introduces the steel steps he introduces a chair he even slams drew on the announce table multiple times he sets up a wooden table and they have a really really good um really good match i randy of course goes through the table um Drew has they have a good back and forth and with the end of the finish um, Randy Orton sets up for the RKO after doing the draping DDT from the announce table to the ground and from the ropes uh, in the ring from the ropes into the ring. Randy Orton goes to the RKO. Uh, Drew actually pushes Randy off. As Randy's going to the ropes, Drew runs the opposite way. And when Randy gets to the middle of the ring, he gets claymored. And a one, two, three. It's a really cool match. Um, they tease the claymore a lot in this match where Drew... Literally didn't hit the claymore to the fourth try, and 
it was a really good story storytelling match um i would say the match of the night for sure um and you know for a wwe like cookie cutter match for sure it was a really good match not a five star but it's a really good match and on the go not the go home but the go home for raw for sorry series and now we have drew versus roman for Savara series um it was weird because drew said set a table for me because I'm I'm coming to see you Roman and I thought he's gonna be there on Friday. Hopefully Drew is there on Friday night because we've had little interaction between both shows about the about the event uh compared to all the other years and I know the this year and how the world is it's not it's not recommended. <laughs> you know it's we they they won't get the pop they would want as every other year beforehand when you know, when you have people coming from the stands or coming through the parking lot, coming from the crowd, you hear the buzz. But we'll see what happens um, with Raw, with the women's team changing from Mandy and Dana to Lacey and Peyton. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm hoping that Billy Kay is part of SmackDown team now just to fill in that roster. Um, then we still need to find out who SmackDown has for the women's team because there's two spots there as well as one spot for the men's team. So, I don't know. Uh, I still believe, hopefully, the New Day versus uh, uh, Sphere Profits will be a great match on Sunday, but I still kind of putting my money on that Sasha versus Asuka is going to be the best match that night. But I may be wrong. When Depending on who the men, who the last man is for Smack Team SmackDown's men, I'm really hoping it's Big E. I'm really hoping it's Otis, one of the two, and that will help fill that team out and hopefully... If everything works out, and this is my booking, maybe Murphy takes over uh, Rollins' space, a place, and Rollins can go enjoy his time with his wife and soon-to-be kid. Uh, and Billy Kay, I don't know who you're going to add for the fourth, the fifth member for Team Rob. I just want to see Peyton Royce and Billy Kay in the ring together one last time, um, one more time and see if there's any interaction there. But that's about it, guys. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I really hope you enjoyed this video. Of course, like, comment, subscribe. We're on multiple podcasting um, um, sources, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify. Uh, I think it's Anchor, FM, and Public FM. But please, and we have, of course, we have a Facebook. I'm Keish. Um, before we go, um, Thanksgiving Day, um, the crew, uh, IHJW Pod Wrestling Podcasting, is going for a world record of playing a wrestling game for 24 hours um, on Thanksgiving Day from 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. to Black Friday in Fremont Hub in front of the GameStop. Um, we're gonna, you can join us. We're going to have, hopefully, merch, stickers, some stuff. Come hang out. We're going to talk about wrestling. And let's have some fun before Black Friday. All right? You guys have a wonderful night. I had a long three hours. And, of course, you'll get the NXT reviews on Thursday. We have a review of the World Tag League and the Super Junior Tournament on Thursday. We're going to try to get that up. And as well as the last SmackDown, you'll see me again in the live stream on some YouTube. All right. you. I wish you guys a good night.